Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Club. I'm Rich with Matt, and Jeff's on a plane again. Matt, what's up? My parlays stink lately. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm, I um, I struggled in the NBA last night as well. <laughs> yeah, this this is a chalk league. Where's my chalk? I know. There's no yeah, chalk I, there right now. I, I have to give LeBron James credit, and not that I'm not an anti-LeBron James guy. I mean, I'm a big fan, actually, the way he plays. You know, at his age, to be leading the league and scoring and throwing up triple doubles and winning back-to-back road games pretty much single-handedly is good work. Oh, yeah. Single-handedly, like you said. I mean, I'm not – I realize Russell Westbrook we had a double-double and there's good players, but, I mean, really it's kind of the will. I mean, for that guy at 39 to lead the league in scoring, that's clearly showing some willpower to drag whoever he can across the finish line. Yes. So I've got a topic today that um, is a little bit different than what we've been talking about because we're, we're again, we've got really no basketball going on. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey's going to be, you know, a quick quick one. But this week in golf, yeah. it's the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play <laughs> Championship, which means, well, you know. One versus 64. So – this is going to set up a little different, and I think it's going to benefit the guys that are, you know, he, a lot of birdies, a lot of bogeys, or, you know what I mean? Not the guy that, that just grinds out pars every every week. Mm-hmm. I think we get, you know, you got to get a guy that's shooting for the pin to, you know, match play that's pretty much how you win because, I mean, you can take an eight and just lose the hole once. I like it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think about it. I'm like, this is going to be a different way to think about these things. And I'm, and I bet you, <laughs> literally, it's a podcast, I get it. Yeah. All, all week. I see what you did there. That, yeah, that um, there's going to be some head to head matchups pretty much Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, almost, you know, that you can, you can bet on, you can parlay on. It's going to be a fun week of, um, of golf betting, but a different week. And I have, a, you know, I'll, I'll do some digging. There's got to be, again, some stats on this. I'd love to know because this is where they match up. Like the tournament is one versus 64, correct? I believe so, yes. You know, so I mean, they've got like their four brackets, basically, uh, you know, the, the four things, and then they, they play out. I'd love to know yeah. how often 64 is beaten one. You know, how did, did Stephen Ames – uh, when he wasn't losing, uh, whatever, 10, 10 and 8 to Tiger Woods, whatever the hell that <laughs> whatever was it, 9 and 8, something like that? Something like that, something ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. You know, when Stephen Ames was losing 9 and 8 to Tiger Woods in the match play, you know, did he actually win a year or two? I'm using, I'm not trying to pick on Stephen Ames, of course, but. He just happened to get in the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he works for the purposes of this conversation. So yeah. yeah, no, that's very interesting, especially in golf. I mean, where anything can happen on any given day, any any given Sunday, um, it can happen at, at a golf match play. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the lower seeds, and I'm sure that's got to be somewhere. We might be able to dig those stats out. Yep. You know, yeah, I'll take a look. How here. many yeah. times? I'm definitely going to have seeds. some free time. Yeah, it's that's funny. Right. For, it's only five for, o'clock in the morning there. Yeah, <laughs> and for people that are on a you, know, you think that I'm doing a gambling podcast and I'm out here in Las Vegas for work this week, you know, that I would be in Nirvana, but I'm not, 
you know, I, I don't sit at the tables and play for five hours. It just isn't me. So I'm not doing it. Well, I don't either. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sports better. Yeah. Right. And you know, if I, if I'm going to go play something, I like going, I'll play, I'll go play like, you know, Texas Hold'em because you're not playing against the house. You're playing against each other. I tell you, I started, I played Pi Gal last time I was out here at the recommendation of a friend of mine and yeah. I enjoyed it. Really? So if you've never done Pi Gal. I have not played that. It was something and I'm going to explain it poorly, which is, you know, frankly, my way to live life. But they give you seven cards and you have to make two hands, a high hand and a low hand. And the high hand has to be better than the low hand. And then the house has their hand. And if you if your hands beat both of theirs, you know, the high beats the high, the low beats the low, you win. If you split, you lose. Oh no, you don't. Sorry, if you split, it's a push and you just start over. Yeah. And if you lose both, then you lose. But it just happens that you end up splitting more often than anything. And you can play for a couple hours and lose a little, win a little, you know, get on a little roll and walk away if you're happy. But, you know, you're not going to, it's like a craps table where things can go south in a hurry on you. Right, right. And that's really what you're doing. I mean, if you like, if you, if you, I've always thought about table games in Vegas or any other casino is, you know, it's entertainment. So, if you go and you lose, you know, hundred bucks, well, that was your cost of entertainment. How long right, did you like get entertained for? Like if That's you're right. there, if you if you blow, you know, a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars and you're there for five hours, that's you know, on a per hour basis, that's a pretty pretty um, low cost of entertainment. However, you walk away with with any kind of cash, then you know, you just got entertained for right. free and they paid you to to, to be entertained. <laughs> Exactly right. They I look at it that way, and I a never spend too much, but I always go into it with all right. You know, I got this x amount of dollars. How long can I be entertained with this? I went to uh, Fremont Street last time. The old, the old area, whatever that is, downtown. I think. Yeah, yeah, the old downtown yeah. casinos, and it it was fine. I mean, that was actually just walking down the street was uh, they had a, a nice setup, was entertaining, but. For this pie gal there, these Fremont ones, we had one that was you know $5, $10 limit. It was a low limit. And they actually showed you, like at this casino, whatever, maybe the downtown casinos, because I don't remember seeing it on the strip, but they show you what the house has. So you know exactly what you have to do to bet, which is also nice. And then they'll also kind of tell you that you're doing, you know, if you make a mistake, they tell you. And because you're only playing the house, it's not like you can't you can't screw up anyone else's bet, right? Like you can in blackjack. Oh boy, yeah, and I've seen that <laughs> time or two. Yes, <laughs> people get mad. Well, that or you know, I hate to say it when you when you're betting against like a craps table and you're putting money on the don't pass line because someone snake bit and you're just raking in cash. Yeah, and they're getting steamed because you're betting against them. <laughs> you know, that's no fun either. I mean, it's fun to win money, but it's like this is just a casual. I get to sit and. So, like you said, be entertained, maybe win a little bit of money. So uh, you want some hockey parlay? Do it. All right. So I like the Flames over the Jets. Or I'm sorry, the Flames over the Sharks. I like the... That, did you give me some West Side Story? The Flames over the Sharks. Did I? Are you Sharks over Jets? Something like that? I can't remember. Oh, Wasn't uh, that Sharks yeah, and Jets no, no, no. and West Side Story? I, 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 I something like that. I don't, I don't. I, don't, I know. I think yeah, I, Broadway I think I saw it last in like eighth grade. 
<laughs> All right, flames, <laughs> flames over sharks. Flames over sharks. Um, I like the wings over the flyers. Oof. And I like the penguins over the blue jackets. And then your variable game could be Edmonton and Dallas. And your hedge game is the Kings uh, uh, over the Predators. All right, I'm taking notes. We're going in. I'm going to, like I said, I think I'm going to take a break from my parlays today, and I'm going to go a little heavier on your hockey. You're, you're due, by the way, in hockey, too. I am very much due. Hockey's really, hockey was never a chalk league, but now, I mean, there's so, the, there's so much parody. And then they, you know, now they just finished up the uh, uh, trade deadline. So we got to figure out they all take on a new new identity going towards the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. The uh, just for interesting stuff too along this, I do. You know, we have to give a little bit of basketball information tonight. Uh, pull up the Ken Palm rankings. Like I'm looking at stuff for the basketball invitational and the. Uh, NIT, because some of those games are going on tonight. They did a half-decent job of matching these things up by the time it all gets done. We've got St. Bonaventure in Virginia tonight. At uh, St. Bonaventure in the Ken Palm rankings is 80, Virginia 72. Vanderbilt versus Xavier, Vanderbilt 65, Xavier 56. Southern Utah against UTEP, 169 to 155. I mean, it's... Those are close. I'm actually when that I see AM Wake Forest game's got to be pretty close too because the line's only two and a half. Is that that is that tonight? Yeah. No, I didn't, sorry. I didn't, that's tomorrow. I did see. With that being said, for the uh St. Bonaventure, Virginia, I, I I'm not telling you I'm betting eight units tonight. Okay, that's not happening. However, if I have to make a bet, and I will put something down because it's fun to watch on St. Bonaventure, Virginia. I would do the under, and I would do St. Bonaventure. Well, I'm in New York, and I cannot bet on Bonaventure. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, Vandy, 6-0 and against the spread. Their last six road games against winning teams. Whatever that counts for. Now they're due. <laughs> they're due well, yeah, well, they're due to lose or due to win. What do you think? 6-0 and against the spread. They can't. Right. They're due, they're due to lose, just like the Pistons last night. And Xavier's at home. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Pistons who were – we found out after yesterday's podcast, I, you know, because I have some more time, uh, heard that the Pistons were 13-1 and one against the spread in their last 14 games. The money was flying in on the Pistons because that spread went from 7 to 10, and I don't know what it finished at. And It should have been a dead giveaway for me. Yeah, right? That's I saw that. I'm like, I was kind of happy with myself, and I'm like, uh-oh, this could be a problem. And, of course, the Pistons shit the bed. Uh, now they're thirteen and two against the spread in their last fifteen, but that's still a pretty damn good trend to bet. Uh, to bet, so we'll have to watch them. I kind of like the idea. You know what? I kind of like the idea of watching the NBA games and seeing which spreads move the fastest towards one team and then taking the other side. Yeah, we can. Uh, I, I've got that. I can track that, and you know, we can we can do that, that. Might be something to look into. Okay, you got it. Uh, in addition, by the way, to Vandy being six and zero in their last six road games against winning teams, Xavier's four and eleven against the spread. Their last fifteen as a favorite. So, a team that does not cover versus a team that is covering. Right, the way we've been going lately, I think you're uh, uh, 
Costanza opposite approach might be a good one here. It's uh, it's logical to me. But yeah, and this, I'm looking. I mean, it just I don't know. Like these games, uh, Southern Utah and UTEP. Oh, by the way, I think we just moved the line. <laughs> Because, uh, like, literally seconds ago, Vanderbilt and Xavier was a four-point spread, and now it's down to three and a half for Xavier. Wow. Here we go. We move the line. <laughs> the power. No right, can the power here. Yet. Yeah, we've got the Southern Utah-Texas El Paso. The over-under is 143. These teams go over 70 probably 75% of the time. So I just have to think that there's a good chance that's going over. But again, there's just nothing in any of these that makes me, you know, fired up. Other than, I, is Vanderbilt going to Cincinnati, going to the Cinta Center and beating Xavier? I just don't see it. So, but I don't Not a far know. trip for them, though. True, true. Yeah, and that's it. I like the the regional matchups have been good. I think you know, say Bonaventure, Virginia. Okay, real quick, just for fun, uh, in the Ken Palm rankings. There's a little guessing game for you here. Uh, they, I think they've reshuffled them since the, you know, after the first two rounds of the tournament. Who's number one? Probably still Gonzaga. That's correct. Number two. Number Arizona. Houston. Number two is Houston. Number two is Houston, which I'm is not right. Surprised. Just, you know what? Now, I've seen them now a number of times this year. They're a good team. Yep, and they're you know thirty one and five, and they're going to be in it. Five slam a jamma. <laughs> One of the better teams not to win a title. Yes, I'd have to think that was that was that was the NC State, right? Jim Valvano. Yes. Yep. And Min then Zip. what nobody really talks about is the next year they played. Um, Georgetown and lost in the final. Yeah. <clears throat> no shame so, losing to that Georgetown team. No, that Georgetown team was they were <laughs> that was a tough team. Yeah, there was there was shame in losing North Carolina State. <laughs> shame. Uh, number three, Arizona. Four still Baylor. Five Kansas, six Texas Tech, which I think is interesting. UCLA, UCLA 8, Duke 9, Villanova 11, and Purdue's at 12. So as we go into this, you know, if you look at who's it, Arkansas is playing Gonzaga. I think Arkansas is 18. North Carolina is ranked 20th. Michigan's still 27th. Providence at 33, and Iowa State at 37. You know what I think is interesting about those Ken Palm rankings? Yeah. They could be... Dead on. I mean, and and they take into account the, the team, the entire team over time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, but if one team comes out and they can't throw the ball in the ocean, the other team gets hot from three. Those things go right out the window. Well, and and to, to your exactly your point, you know, because I'm not a complete degenerate, I'm not gambling on the women's tournament. Uh which is not anti-woman. It's just I don't know enough about it to at all to, to start predicting. Well, you weren't really able to until recently. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, you knew Tennessee would win, for example, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Notre Dame game yesterday in the women's tournament? I did not. 
they could not miss. I mean, it was just raining three-pointers. And it did. It just didn't matter. It didn't matter if they were covered, how they were doing it, left-handed, right-handed. Uh, anyone got a good question? <laughs> oh, we, didn't, we don't know that off the top of our heads, do we? Hang on here. Yes, we, 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 we will get it. But anyway, they scored 108 points. Uh, to like 108 to 64. Oklahoma. Sorry, they played Oklahoma. 108 to 64. They beat Oklahoma wow. at Oklahoma. Wow. 35 points. Seed. 35 points in a quarter. Yeah, they were just don't see that. Too, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm trying to think the last time I've seen, like it, normally you would see 100 points because it would have been, you know, Tennessee versus Samford. Back right. when Tennessee was the juggernaut, or Connecticut versus, uh, you know, whoever. I don't you know, Fairleigh Dickinson or something. I don't know why I'm throwing Fairleigh Dickinson under the, the bridge there. But, uh, it's a hell of a score, 108 points. That is. And that was a five versus four matchup in the tournament, so it's yeah. not like it was some blowout. Right. Anyway, the, it's exactly to your point. I mean, once Notre Dame started throwing in three-pointers, it just didn't matter. Oklahoma could have, you know, Got dunks every time down the court, and it wouldn't make any difference. Oh, right. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered, especially in a situation like that. Yep. Well, I think we've gotten to um, the end of our rope here today. Yeah, that's it. Nothing nothing concrete in your hockey parlay. You're right, Xavier. Let's go Yeah, Xavier tonight over Vanderbilt. All right, let's do that. <laughs> something a little bit a unit give me a unit on xavier i might live bet that maybe Ooh, there you go yeah there's got to be some kind of a a boost they're going to kick out because with the slow day like today you have to assume they're going to try and encourage you to put a little money down i agree so let's uh that's another thing to look for for everybody is slow days mean casinos want your money they'll give you give you opportunities to earn more <laughs> they give you the opportunity yep that's all I'm looking for. Just just give me a chance. That's right. So, all right, man. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy Vegas. Thank you, sir. I will. All right. All right. Talk to you later.